Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. So earlier today, I dropped an episode of Believe in Miami Heat. Make sure y'all go check it out. But in it, I mentioned how trading Tyler Hero for some pieces that fit better could maybe fix the Miami Heat, who are currently on a six-game losing streak as I record this. But the point of this video is to kind of do a deeper dive into, I made six trade packages for Tyler Hero, and I kind of want to discuss all of them. But before we get into that, I kind of want to talk about how the tide seems to be turning. Now, the point of this video isn't to say why I think Tyler Hero doesn't fit great with the Heat, because I already have a video on that, but I am starting to notice more and more people think the same thing. Now, a month ago, I tweeted this out, it was on December 18th, and I showed the statistics when Tyler Hero scores over 20 as a starter versus when Bam and Jimmy score over 20 as a starter. And as y'all can see, the heat record when Hero scores over 20 is not great compared to the other two guys. And all I said in this tweet is the sample size is becoming too big to ignore, and I think it at least deserves further exploration, right? Never said Tyler Hero sex, never said this Heat team is better without him because I don't believe those things. Tyler Hero is a great scorer, you know, three-level scorer. He, he, this Heat team is not better without him. I just don't think the fit is great. But I got called a hater. People said I don't know basketball. But here we are just a month later and more and more people are starting to see the trend. You even had Barry Jackson tweet this out yesterday, who's one of the most unbiased uh, media there is for this team, been covering the team for 30 plus years, and he tweeted out the statistics saying, the Miami Heat are five and 10 when Bam, Jimmy, and Tyler are all playing together this season, and 31 and 35 since the start of last season. So clearly he's pointing out a statistic that shows this core doesn't work well. That's something that I've been saying, and I've also been on record saying if you're going to trade one of the core three, I think it has to be Tyler just because Bam and Jimmy are better players. And I don't think that's debatable. Even on yesterday's podcast with Brendan Tobin, who a lot of y'all know, he's literally my favorite content creator slash Miami sports talk show guy. He's my favorite known as one of the most positive people in the business. On his show yesterday, he mentioned this statistic. Duncan Robinson. This one is uh, this is my this is uh, my favorite one. Duncan Robinson in January when he plays 29 minutes or more. Miami Heat 4-0. Less than 29 minutes with Duncan Robinson 1-8. So I wanted to look more into the statistics of Tyler Hero versus Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero's record as a starter in his career is 63 and 64. Obviously, that's not in his favor, considering the Heat finish above 500 every season, but they're under 500 when he starts. And you compare that with Duncan Robinson's career, where they're pretty well above 500 when he starts at 135 to 92. Now, I understand Duncan's played a few more years than Tyler Hero, but the point still stands. And if you want to look at this season alone, Tyler Hero as a starter has a record of 12 and 15, where Duncan Robinson has a record of 12 and 5. So you're talking a 17 game sample size. That's not that small a sample size to kind of see this correlation that that I'm trying to point out here. Now, I do want to say that these are just very basic statistics, right? There's a lot of variables that aren't taken into account. So this is not like an all encompassing stat to prove any point. But here's the facts. Since Tyler Hero was drafted, the Miami Heat are 49 and 37 without him, right? They have a winning record when he doesn't play. And they made the NBA Finals last year without Tyler Hero. 
So the facts at the very least is maybe the Miami Heat don't need Tyler Hero. And that's kind of what I want to look into further with these trade packages. So obviously, anytime I do trade packages, a lot of people are going to think they're stupid. I don't quite know how other teams value their players and how their fans value their players. So if you think any of these trades are terrible, let me know down in the comments below. Let me know how you modify them to make them more fair, right? Because I will say off the bat, a lot of these trades are not realistic, but some more than others. Anyways, let's get into it with the Chicago Bulls. Now, they are a team that's had a lot of names on the trade market for a couple years now because they have a ton of money tied up into their core of Vucevic and DeMar and Levine, and that team sucks. Like, you think the Heat are down bad? That team is down bad. Now, I know a lot of Chicago Bulls fans hate Nikola Vucevic, and he's getting paid a lot of money for a few more seasons, and they are desperate to get off of, the, uh, off of that contract. So maybe that's why they'd accept a deal like this, in which I have the Miami Heat receiving Nikola Vucevic and Alice Caruso and sending over to the Bulls Tyler Hero and Nikola Jovic. A lot of Heat fans may think this is too much, but the way I look at it, Nikola Jovic obviously has been out of the rotation since everyone's got healthy and Tyler Hero's fit isn't great, but you're replacing him with a Nikola Vucevic, who I think would be a great four of five next to Bam. Excellent rebounder, very big, can stretch the floor a little bit even though his three-point numbers are down. But at the end of the day, he will always get you double-digit rebounds, and that's something that this Heat team desperately needs. And on top of that, obviously, Alice Caruso is an excellent fit, great defender. He's having a great year with the Chicago Bulls. I know the Bulls want a first-round pick for Alice Caruso, but they're able to offset Vucevic's contract in this deal. So maybe this is a deal that they would think about. And at the very least, if they start the rebuild, they could start with Tyler Hero. They also have Nikola Jovic, who will be a great player one day. The only thing I would say from the Bulls perspective is I don't know if they want to build around Kobe White, who's had an amazing stretch of late, and his fit with Tyler Hero is, is not great. They're, they're two pretty ball-dominant uh, scorers, but maybe this is a trade they'd consider, especially once they you know offload Zach Levine, and that'll get a lot of minutes, you know, open up a lot of minutes for Tyler Hero as well. The next trade that I want to talk about is this one, which I love maybe the most, maybe second most compared to the next one. It's with the Brooklyn Nets in which the Miami Heat receives Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith and send over Tyler Hero, Thomas Bryant, and Drew Smith. The Nets have had a disappointing season by their standards. They obviously had a nice finish to last year after trading KD and trading Kyrie, and I think maybe they thought they could build off of that. It hasn't translated yet. Now, they have a nice young core with Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson, and I think that's something that they would want to build more around, right? Dorian Finney-Smith currently starts at the power forward position for them, but the Nets could replace him with Cam Johnson or Mikel Bridges. They have options there. Finney and Smith on the Heat would be perfect to a T. A switchy, versatile four can stretch the floor excellent three-point shooter now he's a little undersized but nobody's going to be perfect right he would be amazing in the starting lineup with the Miami Heat and now the Heat would also get Spencer Dinwiddie who's an expiring contract so from the Nets perspective they're trading an expiring contract for some value in Tyler Hero I think that's good value for them and although Dinwiddie is shooting terrible this year under 40 percent from the field He's a guy that's shown that he can score. Maybe his numbers would be better if he was in a different situation. And I think he could do a nice job kind of as the off the bench point guard who can also run an offense and give you a bucket. 
I think this would be an excellent trade for the Miami Heat. And the Nets get a nice building block for their future with Tyler Hero, who I think has a very different game than the young guys they already have, like Bridges, like Claxton, like Cam Johnson. I think his fit in Brooklyn is very nice. So maybe this is a trade that they consider as well. Now, this trade is probably not too realistic. Uh, I have the Miami Heat receiving Kyle Kuzma and Tyus Jones from the Wizards and sending over Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin, and Thomas Bryant. The reason I say this is not that realistic is because Kuzma and Tyus Jones are actually having incredible seasons. Obviously, fit-wise on the Heat, it's clear. Kyle Kuzma, excellent rebounder, very good floor spacer. Even though he's only like 33% from three for his career, but he's a high-volume three-point uh, three shooter, so he'll keep the defense honest. He'd fit perfect at that four spot next to Bam. And Tyus Jones is having a hell of a season over six assists per game less than one turnover per game over 40 percent from three he'd be amazing on this heat team at first i thought he could kind of run the bench unit but the more i looked into it i think him starting could be amazing you put him next to duncan robinson in that backcourt then have terry rozier come off the bench to kind of be that fill it up score i think would look amazing so you, got, you could have a starting lineup on this Heat team with Tyus Jones, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, Kuzma, and Bam with Terry Rozier off the bench and Jaime Hawkins. That's a championship contender. But that being said, I don't think the Wizards are getting too much value here. Tyler Hero could be a nice fit there to help their rebuild process. But if they also want Jordan Poole to be a part of that, which I don't think they do at this point. But obviously, if they do, Hero and Poole don't really fit too well together. Uh, and Caleb Martin doesn't really fit their timeline. Obviously, Thomas Bryant is just salary filler here. I, I don't think they would love this trade. Maybe if the Heat attach a first-round pick, they'd love it. And I think I'd do that if I was the Miami Heat. But let me know what y'all think down in the comments below. I tried getting Daniel Gafford, too, because he's having an excellent season at center. And I think he'd be a, a great backup center on this Heat team. But I can't get all three of those guys. If anything, maybe you could replace Kuzma with Daniel Gafford and then take away Caleb Martin from the trade. There's things you can do, but I would look at the Wizards as a potential trade partner with the Miami Heat uh, at some point before the February 8th trade deadline. Uh, next, we got the Detroit Pistons, a team that we've also heard a lot about. Uh, I think they're also primed to sell because they have older pieces like Bohan Bogdanovich, who I have coming to the Miami Heat along with Monty Morris and the Heat send over Tyler Hero and Drew Smith. This is a trade that I could see happening because Bohan Bogdanovich is clearly a guy that they're trying to move. Monty Morris is a guy that hasn't played this season because he's been injured. Now, he actually is probable to play today, which would be his third game of the season. But that's good to know that he's healthy. And going back to last year, last few years, he's an excellent point guard, decent three-point shooter, a guy that can run an offense. So you're telling me you could have Monte Morris play backup point guard for the Heat, start Bohan at the four, little undersized, a little slow, you know, not, not quite uh, that great a defender, but he's a sniper from downtown. And I like a starting lineup with Terry Rozier, Duncan, Jimmy, Bohan, and Bam, because they could get buckets. And that's what this league is about. It's about offense. Now, the Heat seek, uh, can't seem to make up their mind whether they want to score 90 points or whether they want to score 110 but give up 150. They're very polar in that regard. Uh, but regardless, I think you'd have little to no questions about the offense if Bohan Bogdanovich was in the starting lineup because he fits better. You know, ex excellent catch and, uh, catch and, three, or catch and shoot three-point shooter, uh, 
you know, opposite of Tyler Hero, who's more of an isolation scorer. That's why I think he works better. And obviously, the Pistons should just want to rebuild, get as many pieces as they can. And I think they'd have a nice young starting two next to Cade Cunningham in Tyler Hero. The next trade that I got here is one that I don't think is realistic. I would love it, though. It's the Miami Heat receiving Harrison Barnes and Malik Monk and sending over Tyler Hero to the Sacramento Kings. Harrison Barnes has been a name that's been linked to the Heat for quite some time now. Now, the reason I don't think the, the Kings would do this trade is because I think they actually like Malik Monk a lot, uh, but he's on an expiring deal. Maybe they're afraid they're going to lose him. And on top of that, Harrison Barnes does make a lot of money for a few more seasons, and he's been on the down, uh, like the decline, I'd say. So I'm sure they'd like to offload that contract. So if you're telling the Kings they could get Tyler Hero, very nice young player, another Kentucky guard to fit next to De'Aaron Fox, I think would work very well in that high-powered, quick offense. Maybe you can convince them saying, hey, you get the Shed Harrison Barnes salary and you get some value from Malik Monk who might walk in free agency. Now, obviously, from the Heat perspective, Harrison Barnes would fit great at that starting four spot, has some size, can rebound a little, although not great, uh, and obviously is a very excellent three-point shooter. Although his numbers are declining, he would be like a fourth or fifth, sixth option here, which I think is his role at this current stage of his career. And you'd get Malik Monk off the bench, who really keeps him off other teams, which is a win for the Heat because he's a random scrub Heat killer, Hall of Famer, but obviously he's an excellent scorer, so he could kind of play that fill it up role off the bench if the Heat do start Terry Rozier. Now, the last trade I got here is something that is probably the least realistic one, but it's the Utah Jazz sending the Miami Heat, John Collins and Chris Dunn, and sending over Tyler Hero and Drew Smith to the Utah Jazz. The reason I started thinking about this is because we all, we're all looking at Lowry Markkinen and the Utah Jazz started playing well. We figured, okay, Markkinen may not be for sale, but maybe you can still get John Collins. I don't think he's having as great a season as the Jazz hoped, and I'm not sure that they love the fits with him next to Lowry Markkinen. I'm starting to think that that team might prefer to start like a, a Larry Markkinen and Walker Kessler at the five with some of their other younger, better guards at the or wings at the one through three spot. So I think John Collins could be at the market. Now, essentially, this trade is sort of straight up Collins for Hero. Hero is certainly the better player. But on this Heat team, I think John Collins is the better fit. He'd start very nice at that four spot. Excellent three-point shooter. Very athletic. He would make this team much faster, which is something that they need. Excellent lob threat to Terry Rozier, who's one of the best lob passers in the league. One of the best pick and roll players in the league, you know, from the, the guard position. Uh, I think John Collins would fit excellent on this team. Obviously, he's a South Florida boy. And then the Heat would also be getting Chris Dunn who's actually been starting quite a lot for the Jazz. They might value him more than I'm realizing as well, but he'd be a nice backup guard for this Heat team because he's a low volume, high percentage three-point shooter, an excellent defender, but he'd be a pretty decent guard off the bench for the Heat as well. And if the Jazz sort, sort of do want to rebuild with a young core, I think Tyler Hill fits nice with the pieces that they have. You know, They'd have a Keontae George at the one. They'd have a, or Colin Sexton, who we've heard they might want to move on from Sexton too. I tried getting Colin Sexton in this trade, but he makes too much money. I love him. I couldn't figure out a way to make it work, but I do think uh, Tyler Hero and Utah would be quite a success if you get my, if you catch my drift there. Anyways, let me know what y'all think down below some of these trades. Again, I'm sure some Heat fans will hate them, especially the ones that have Jovic in it, because I know how y'all Heat fans feel about him, but I told y'all when this Heat team gets healthy, I don't think Jovic would play, and 
that's been the case. But regardless, it's clear this Heat team needs a shakeup, and this just gives them a few options. Now the Heat play the Suns tomorrow at, or the Heat, yeah, the Heat plays the Suns tomorrow, which is Monday. They could blow them out, and we'll all feel great again. And then this video will be pointless. Or the Heat can lose; they'll be on a what seven-game winning streak or losing streak, and we'll all feel terrible. But. We'll find out what happens after tomorrow's game. I'll have a video up for y'all then. But make sure to like this video and subscribe because it does help me out a lot. And I'll see y'all next time. Peace out. Pull up in the city trying to get that dead fast. Do it on my own. I don't need no dead weight. Had to kill him off. Yeah, I need a head space. You know this homegrown bitch don't offend me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.